For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us as we get set to talk about training camp. Denard, we're recording this on a Tuesday. We're going to get this episode out a day earlier than usual, but training camp is underway for the Tennessee Titans. Today, Mike Vrabel held a press conference. We kind of got some of his thoughts on how things have been going throughout the offseason so far. We're going to touch on that. Also, briefly going to get into the NFL's COVID policy. We've got some new rules and procedures that have been put in place to give a better idea of how the NFL plans on handling the issues as it relates to COVID. We know last year we had some games that were postponed, but we'll kind of get into how the NFL is set on tackling those problems this season. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. You know, July, it's almost over. August is right around the corner. And there are a ton of football props to get in on whenever you're looking at the upcoming NFL season, whether it's team totals, Super Bowl predictions. But hey, with the NBA Finals ending not too long ago and the MLB heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. D, I'm really interested to get your take on everything as it relates to training camp. I don't know, is that bringing back good memories for you? How, what's going through your head right now, my friend? Yes and no. Yes, because around you know this time of year, late July, getting towards August next week. Ever since I was a kid, D, I would always get that kind of that bubble feeling in my stomach because I always knew it was football season, and I used to get really excited. And then, unfortunately, I went to Oakland <laughs> back in 2004, and I no longer got that feeling. So I realized, you know what? I think it's time for a change. So now I'm really excited, especially since I've been co-hosting with you. Uh, I've gotten, I don't know, I've got that Davy fever. So you've really rubbed off on me, especially in the month of July, because you've, you've got me back at really loving the game again. 
and really excited about this upcoming season. So, D, I'm ready to roll. Let's do this, man. Let's awesome. do it. Awesome. Yeah, the the thing you said there as far as like the optimism about football season rubbing off from me, that's that's not something I hear at the radio station very often. I guess whenever you're covering Tennessee volunteer football a lot, that optimism is not the same as it is with especially what we've had from the Tennessee Titans as of late. But I, I am excited to get football back. I mean, around this time, you know, we're getting preseason again this year. It's right around the corner. And so with training camp, I, I wanted to dive into some of the things that Mike Vrabel had to say. Some of the guys he pointed out that he's expecting to at least make a jump. He's seen some strides from them compared to when they were last in the building to where we are today. So to, to get things started, uh, the first thing that Mike Vrabel said, and Jim Wyatt has all this together on the TennesseeTitans.com uh, website if you want to check that out. But he talked about how he's, for starters, I, mean, I know this is coach speak, but Mike Vrabel is excited to be here with the players. He said that we had 30 guys in here on Saturday and the rest, 60, were in today. We ran and we're ready to move forward to get going tomorrow morning. We'll have a big meeting tonight and get ready to roll. So as we get set, D, what what do you think were some of the questions that, that head coach Mike Vrabel was kind of taking as it related to the media and what they were kind of curious about? Uh, my take is he's just kind of giving a – Usually coaches around this time of year, they just kind of tell the media what they want to hear. (laughs) And he's just trying to really, what he's trying to do is just give kind of an overview of what's going on inside of the system. He's going to be asked a lot of questions about his rookies and last year's rookie class, because you got to understand, you have to understand this D is, is that you build in this league uh, in the draft. And so that's how you really, you're able to judge your draft picks is how they pan out over time. So we're, we're looking for uh, last year's draft class to step up a few players that we've been talking about a lot, you know, especially my main man, Christian Fulton from Louisiana state university, of course, a player that we were very high on last year, Darrington Evans out of app state and your favorite Isaiah Wilson. Oops, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, something got in my throat. Not Isaiah Wilson. He, he's uh, he's a rapper now. Uh, he just signed with uh, Death, uh, not no role no more. So uh, there's a lot of question marks, D. So <laughs> we're going to see, you know. The thing to get get us started with, and I'll, I'll kind of just tie it into it, but was the question you could see Mike Vrabel. He seemed interested at first, but Teresa Walker asked him a question, and Teresa's actually covering the Olympics in Tokyo. And so you, you saw Mike, he was kind of excited. It's like, oh, Teresa's asking a question. Then she asked a question about the players and staff being vaccinated. And you can just see the look on Mike's face. Like, Coach Rabel was not, like, wanting to have to talk about that. He seemed like he had gotten to the point where he'd been done. But here's what he had to say. Obviously, this is something that is very sensitive and it is also very important to everybody in the league. It is important to the fans, the players, the NFL, the NFL Players Association. It is important for all of us to make sure that we are well aware of what the protocols are for vaccinated and unvaccinated players and that we follow these without reservation. I am comfortable with where we are at. He also went on to say that the team continues to add players to the vaccination list, and guys are continuing to do research to educate themselves to make a personal decision that we've said it was all along. It's a personal decision and hopefully one that they can come to that will help them and help this team. The percentages I am very comfortable with, where they are, and they've continued to go up, and I would expect them to go up. So before we kind of get into some of the other things, it is just a big thing of note to talk about what the NFL is doing as it relates to the COVID protocols going into the 2021 season. 
We know last year NFL struggled with some issues once there was an outbreak. Obviously, at the time, there was no vaccine. Here, here's the easiest way to say this. And it's one of those things we're not going to spend a lot of time on because no matter what you do with this, somebody tries to, to make it political, and it's just we'll, we'll just kind of move past that. But the NFL has not made it a mandate to get the vaccine but they have pretty much put everything on the table to where they incentivize you to do it because if you don't get the vaccine, they're going to pretty much make your life hell. Uh, the reason they just don't full-on mandate you to do it is because, let's say, they mandate it, even though this is a private institution, but they mandate you get it, and then you do get the vaccine, but if you were to have some sort of complication or some issue as a result of that, that just opens up the NFL to certain legal there, there's some legal issues that could be brought up there and it's just a battle the NFL does not want to have to go through so that's why they they're not saying it's mandated but they're pretty much going through everything and the reason it's just kind of a big news the Titans front is because our week one opponent is the Arizona Cardinals and the thing that kind of first got out there was that DeAndre Hopkins was like he was debating whether he was going to be playing the season at first I'm now I expect him to be out there when it's all said and done but I mean if the Titans aren't having to go up against DeAndre Hopkins, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league, especially when we know how rough it has been for this defense in the secondary against some of the top-tier wide receivers is late. That would be a big bonus for the Titans. But I will say this. Tom Pelissero put out a good piece. You can go find him on Twitter, and he kind of just takes that, takes you down what the NFL has put in place as it relates to the COVID policies for the 2021 season. And again, we'll just... We, we might eventually get into it, but for today, we're going to primarily focus on training camp, and it essentially is the NFL intends on having their now 18-week schedule. Remember, we're going from 16 games to 17 games, so they're adding that extra week. I still think they should have put an extra bye week in there. I mean, people aren't going to complain for an extra week of football, and you just kind of allow some more rest time for some of these players in here. But essentially, if a game is canceled, D, because of someone having a team having a COVID issue, players will not be paid for either team for that week. So so that's pretty much a way of them saying like, all right, well, if, if you don't get vaccinated and you test positive or you're having to sit out for the 10 days, then if that causes a big issue with the team, in that game we cannot reschedule it because we're not going to add an extra week to the schedule. It's just hurting everyone's paycheck. So that's just one of the main highlights from that. But again, Tom Pilicero has that out there. We might eventually get into it more, but it, they are the NFL is strongly incentivizing people to go out and get the vaccine if you are a player. But just there are storylines there, and if you you want to check them out, by all means, go ahead. But getting back to the Titans and what we have seen so far from training camp, again, early, it, today's the first day. We don't have a whole lot there, but we do have Mike Vrabel's comments. And, D, who are some of the guys that you think Mike Grabel decided to single out today? Well, you know he singled out my man from LSU, Kristen Fulton, because he was a high draft pick last year. And what they want to see uh, from year one to year two is a big jump. And that's huge because in this league, I'm always talking about not for long. That's what the NFL stands for. And we know how it works. Typically, you judge about three or four years or Somewhere after that second or third year, you know, a lead a organization, they're basically saying, we want to see something out of you. We want some kind of production. If not, then we're going to go ahead and walk a different direction and send you on um, somewhere else where you can go sign with another team. But I'm looking forward to, uh, to watching his maturation process this year because 
Last year, me and you both had him as a potential first-round draft pick. I mean, that's how good he was, and that's how well he played at LSU. And the fact that he fell to the second round was really – it was great for us and great for this organization because no one was anticipating him dropping to the second round. So he's the one player this year, especially in the absence of both of your corners are gone. Malcolm is gone, and, of course, Adore got that, that huge contract with New York. So a lot of people, especially both me, Davey, you know it, and, and, both, and I know it, that that's the one player we want to see something really big from this year. We want to see him really take a, a gigantic step because, as I alluded to last year, he dealt with some injuries at the COVID situation. So he's the one player I really want to see. Um, I want to see him have a really big training camp because typically how you uh, enter training camp and how you plan training camp will sometimes determine really the fate of your season. Well, D, you were correct. Coach Rabel did single out Christian Fulton. The other players he singled out were tied in Anthony Ferkser, who you have as your breakout player for the upcoming season, and also uh, defensive lineman Tier Tart, a guy that the Titans got as an undrafted free agent out of – or an undrafted rookie free agent, that is. And so that's, that's pretty interesting. I mean, he said that I see them now and they look different. They don't look like the same guys we coached last year, so – I take that as a, a good thing with Tart. Obviously, Daquan Jones not back with the team. You've seen some a lot of changes on the defensive side of the ball altogether. So is he the guy that's going to step up and, and help play in that position alongside Jeffrey Simmons? Because, you know, last year they went out and they drafted Laurel Murchison in the fifth round. So is that a guy that you were thinking, all right, well, maybe it's his time to shine to go into that role, but with Tier Tart being singled out, I don't know, it starts to make me think that he might be in line to, to get a lot more play at that position. The other thing is the Titans did add a guy over the weekend that's had a pretty extensive stint in the NFL, an eight-year veteran, John Simon, who the Titans, we talk about their outside linebacker unit. It's been one that, you know, we went out and got Bud Dupree, but uh, Bud Dupree and Caleb Farley right now Coach Rabel said that they're not able to perform it just based off of injuries, and we've we've covered that. But So adding John Simon is a guy that Rabel coached in college and then coached when Rabel was with the Texans. So he's very familiar with him, and he's a guy that Rabel said it. He's like, we expect out of John what we expect out of everybody else, to be available to go out there and work and learn. He said he coached, as I mentioned, he coached John in college, and he had the opportunity to work with him in Houston. We made a decision to bring him in here, and I'm sure he'll compete at outside linebacker and special teams just like everybody in that group. So, again, you're not going to get a whole lot of talk out of Rabel that's not coach speak, but it's still whenever he's able to single out some of these players, at least mention them, it gives you a little bit more in-depth knowledge there. So the other thing that he was asked about, and it's kind of weird, D, we, we talked about these storylines last week whenever we were kind of diving into some of these position battles, but he was talking about the backup quarterback position as it relates to Logan Woodside and Deshaun Kaiser. And he said he expects both those guys to battle it out for the number two position on this team, and they will get a lot of playing time during preseason. So as a fan that loves watching preseason, just to kind of see how these guys have been performing to see if, you know, you can anticipate what's going to happen when you see that final roster cut, It'll be a good opportunity to see these players in action. And Coach Vrabel talked about, you know, you want to see what these guys can do with guys that you expect to make the team, but 
what about the guys that are really fighting for a position? How do they motivate them? How do they get them playing at a high level? Or if they do have a mistake, how are they able to get the team to rally around and just be better for it, even though you're going to face that adversity? That's just kind of a little bit of the insight on Mike Vrabel, his philosophy as it relates to this backup quarterback position. And the other thing, D, that I, I wanted to touch on, the last point, uh, is something that you know we've talked about, but we got an update on the kicking battle. Oh, wow. Yes. So, My Tucker McCann. Steven. Well, he's not currently on the roster. What? Yeah, we, we know this. He's technically a free agent in the moment, but Coach Frabel did say that he remains an option. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a like it's a option they plan on pursuing, but he says right. he remains an option, so we'll leave it at that. But uh, Tucker McCann, who was on the roster last year, primarily the practice squad, uh, during this time yeah. in 2020, he got hurt, so that slowed his ability. How does a kicker get hurt? Buddy, you strain that groin, you you get a little bit of a, <sighs> a calf injury, you mess up the hand hamstring. <laughs> there's all sorts of things, man. What? A kicker? Oh, no, they should find a kicker for getting hurt. Tucker McCann and Blake That's unacceptable. Hobel, the undrafted mm. free agent. I'm pretty sure that guy's out of Ohio State. Uh, I I should know this. The fact that I'm, I'm having to now go in and look this up is just frustrating, but I'm probably not even pronouncing his name right. I think Tucker McCann's going to get the job, but... We'll see. It's it's one of those things. I don't think I've been right on who's going to be the starting kicker for a couple of years now. But, yeah, I, I was right. He is out of Ohio State. So, at least I got that going for me. But, yeah, man, the kicking battle. That's one Titans fans don't really want to watch, but they kind of have to just based off of how many times it's burned us in the past couple of seasons. But that is that is where we are. I don't know. It's still just frustrating to go and watch Ryan suck up, who, you know, was doing so well. And he did have that injury. But Titans release him, and then lo and behold, he goes to Tampa Bay and helps them win a Super Bowl. But I guess that's just how life works sometimes. But, but D, the, the question I kind of wanted to get into as a wrap-up, some of the, the highlights that Coach Rabel had to say during his press conference, but to get inside of the mind of a player, and I know that now they do not practice near as much as they used to whenever you were having to go through training camp, but from a, a mental standpoint, what was one of the things or the primary focus that you had to constantly be reminded of? And, and I'm sure you're telling yourself this or that the coaches were always in your ear about when you were in training camp. What was like that main takeaway you always had whenever training camp came in year in and year out? Well, you know, like I alluded earlier uh, about Christian Fulton is you can win or lose a position in training camp. Nobody's safe. You know, we, we, Derek is not safe just because he's the reigning NFL rushing champion. That doesn't mean that he has, well, you know, he's going to be penciled in as a starter. But if you're not there performing every day, because you got to understand this, D, is that the vets really during practices will take all of the reps. They're going to take about 80 to 90 percent of the reps. That's just the way it works in the National Football League. And then your backups and then your your guys that your rookies or you know your free agents they'll take about the other somewhere 15 to 20 percent of the reps so 80 percent think about the veterans that's when they get they work in because we don't see a lot of vets in preseason games and the way that you want to attack training camp is you want to go in and make sure you have a good camp 
You want to make sure you get your fundamentals, uh, your, your steps, your working on the little things that we, we like to call the nuances of the game. You want to make sure you're getting mentally prepared to go for the season. And training camp really is where in a player's mind is where you pay the price. And what I'm, and let me kind of explain that, D, is that's the part that a lot of players just, they don't like. That's why you see a lot of guys, they'll try to sit out in training camp, you know, when they have a, a situation from a contract. Because a lot of guys do not like to practice. They don't want to go two-a-days. And what the two-a-days, well, they don't even do two-a-days anymore. You know, we used to have two-a-days for about a month long. And in the olden days, I'm talking about in the 70s and up probably until like the late, mid, I mean, the early 80s, they used to have six weeks of training camp. Now, that's brutal. And what you just basically want, D, is to go in there with the mindset of the way that I practice is the way that I'm going to play. You can't simulate a game-like uh, tempo, but what you can do is get your mind ready to go as if you're playing the game for real. And that's that's really what it's all about. It's 90% mental. And you want to get the mental part of the game, especially when you know a team is anticipating you coming in as being probably the starter, you know, being that guy. So that's the way I approached the D was all just get myself mentally right and mentally ready to go. As I look at the Titans roster, from an offensive standpoint, we we know – or at least we have a good idea. There's, I know you say you don't want to pencil somebody in, but obviously there are some positions on this roster that, as long as they're healthy, they're they're going to be out there, come the beginning of, of the season. Of so, the season, right? Uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like that. That's they why they start, but they may not finish it. You know, think about Ryan. <laughs> Look at him. Why he's here in Tennessee. Look at Marcus Mariota. Started the season, but he didn't end it. Yeah, no, that's very true, but I think going into that season, we at least had the indication that they could possibly pull Marcus if he doesn't perform well. Uh, I, I guess theoretically that's that's still a thing. If if Ryan just kind of shuts down and it's just not clicking, I, mean, I really hope we don't get to that point, but it, it is possible, yeah. And so then that's just more emphasis on making sure that whoever that backup quarterback is is able to come in and do something, but yeah, again, there's just so much that you look at and you're just thinking, okay, if the Titans can just get better here, we know the offense is going to continue to have just so many weapons, it's going to be hard for defenses to limit what we're trying to do. But can that defense take the next step up? And just, I mean, we've been talking about the players, D, but really for me, I'm I'm honestly more concerned with some of the coaches and let's seeing how they've approached the offseason, some of the adjustments that they have made, because it's not just a growth opportunity for the players, but the coaches. It's a, it's a perfect opportunity to look back on what happened last year and why things might not have turned out the way you'd expected and how can they make the adjustments from where they fell short or they just flat out did not get the job done. And when I look at this Titan staff, obviously, you know, you – you were fortunate and you won the, the AFC South and you made a trip to the playoffs and un, unfortunately you, you lost a home game to the Ravens and they closely fought matchup, but the Titans, it's I guess you're in a situation where it's it's a bit of a luxury to be saying like, all right, the Titans, like there's no reason they shouldn't make the playoffs. And so you start to get to that point to where the standards and the goalposts continue to move. 
And if I'm a Titans fan, I definitely expect to be in the playoffs. And if I'm not, then there's serious concerns as to the coaching staff. Some of the players obviously need to be held accountable. Now, I understand injuries can happen along the way. They can definitely derail those plans. And there are some positions that I do not feel very comfortable with that the Titans do have to go to the back end of that roster. But hopefully this coaching staff is, like I said, making the adjustments. They are in the player's ear, and they're telling them, listen, I just need you to make sure you do your job. I understand you're probably going to be going up against players that are better than you, but can you hold your own? Can you allow this team to really, if it came down to you making a play, would you be able to come through for us? And so this is a great opportunity to put those players in those types of positions and see what happens. And again, it comes down to John Robinson making the right decision whenever it comes to keeping some of those guys on the back half of that roster for what you always allude to, D, and special teams and making sure that they're able to put in some quality plays there because we saw in a couple of games last year when the special teams fell apart, the team flat out did not win games. Just a lot to focus on there. Yeah, you won't win in this league if you could play good offensively and defensively, and then you can play horribly on special teams, and that will get you beat. I've seen it so many times, and that's why football is all about three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. And you think of when you think of those phases, you think of, first of all, Shane Bowen uh, being the defensive play caller. You think about Todd Downing, his first year, uh, former court, uh, excuse me, tight ends coach. Now he's the play caller, and then you think special teams, you think Craig Aukerman. So really, it's all about everybody each year evolving as players, as c- coaches, uh, even referees. They're judged, too. You know, they don't have a job uh, unless they're making the right calls. So everybody has to be held accountable. That's just the way it, it really boils down to. Everybody's optimistic this time of year, D. You know, I've been watching uh, some uh, uh, YouTube clips on the Broncos, uh, their you know, situation with the quarterback situation. Do they believe in Locke? Is he, is he our guy? And everybody's going into training camp with the same mindset of we have a chance to win the Super Bowl because the season hasn't started yet. And that's just the mentality that, that all 32 teams are taking before the start of the season is we all have a chance. That's why we're going to training camp right now. This is the start. You know, offseason was the start. This is what we call phase two. And then phase three is the season. So, Hey, it's going to be fun to watch. I agree with you, D. I think this is a team that, you know, I don't think that a divisional round is acceptable anymore. I think all of the pieces are in play for this team to be playing for a Super Bowl. And if not, just like we was talking to Lucas about this, and I referred, you know, and I asked Lucas, you know, what's the mindset? What's the mindset from the Adams family and ownership when they, they said, hey, we got Julio Jones, you know? We got AJ. We got a, a, a great quarterback who's really top five. I, I like to believe so. So, hey, listen, there's a lot of pressure, and that's the part of this game. If you're going to be a part of the NFL, it's always a pressure on you. You just got to be a man enough to stand up and make sure that you hold yourself accountable. A team and organization, they don't need to hold you accountable, and that starts in training camp. I'm with you. This is the opportunity for these guys to take advantage and and really control how things are moving forward. And who knows? You go through training camp, you get past the cuts. There's an opportunity if you don't make it for the Titans, you put some film on tape and see what happens. Maybe another team's willing to give you an opportunity. 
keep grinding. We've had several players the last couple of years that have been on the practice squad, gotten the call up, and then have actually made some impact once they got into the game. So you never know when your opportunity is going to come. Mm -hmm. So uh, here we are getting ready for the season to get underway. And so I'm excited. It's it's that time. By the next time we talk, D, it's going to be August. Yep. Preseason. Yep. D, any closing thoughts, my friend? Uh, to our listeners uh, down in Nashville, um, hey, you should be really excited. I think the Titans this year, there's a lot of buzz in the air about this organization, about this team, and it and deservedly so. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great matchups that I want to see. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I want to see the defensive back this year with all of the new additions from Elijah Moulton, uh, Kayla Farley. Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, the vet. Then we, last year we saw Chris Jackson, our main, what was a seventh round draft pick out of Marshall, played great, uh, lights out uh, last year. Had a really great season for a rookie. Breon stepped in and played great. I'm just really excited about the secondary with the addition of Bud Dupree defensively. Shane Bowen, he gets that. You know, we didn't know who was the defensive coordinator last year. But now we know it's Shane Bourne. This is his job. So I'm just excited to see how this team defensively, they're going to put all the pieces into uh, in play. And I, I believe the defense this year is going to step up and they're going to play big this year. So I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, not just the way that they look on paper, but how does that translate to the field? So watch out. The secondary this year. Last year, I know everybody, they took um, took a hit. We thought they were the Achilles heel of this team. But I truly believe that last year, Achilles heel would be this year's strength. So secondary, ball out. Well, we're all going to get to watch that unfold together as training camp is underway. Preseason is right around the corner. And then, of course, regular season kicks off in just a little over a month. So yeah. with that Tyler. Said, with that said, that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And until next time, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.